from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Welcome back to this big wild outdoors hour number three. And whatever comes our way. <laughs> Braden Vince, Bill George, and Dino hanging out with you this morning. Uh, ended up on hour two. We were talking amongst ourselves a little bit about uh, things going on, but before we get to the horses, before we get to the little horses, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to uh, give a shout out. As Vince would say, do you still say that? Give a shout out. Nah, dude, that's old. <laughs> you, you don't use it anymore. No, nah, man, you gotta give props to your peeps. Okay, uh, a lot of young men out there are probably asleep by now, but where last night started, I think yesterday, uh, Friday was the official start of the uh, second annual uh, uh, Chris uh, Phillips Memorial Hog Hunt that they do. Uh, Wayne uh, Salisbury puts that on for the guys out there, and they. Uh, basically go out and you catch and you try to get the biggest pigs that you can get to go out and catch and get them out there so that you can uh, win some prizes and money. Um, and these are the big nasties. So boar hog, sow, bar hog, there's like three different the categories. Ones. So we had a lot of young gentlemen coming in getting cut vests and things like that for their dogs because they're young and they're spry and they stay out all night catching big old nasty burly boars you know and then still go to work uh, well yeah for some of them brooksy will do that but these right. are these are young guys but uh Derek harp of course he's the guy who runs bone valley out there a uh, great sponsor of the show and a great place to go and take your kids and ride around they do have atv and motorcycle rentals now so if you don't own one you can go out there and rent one and go out and have a day out there with your kids and i guarantee you after you rent one you're gonna go and go buy one You'll be thumbing through the uh, one ads and going to places and looking, but uh, I wanted to give uh, uh, hopefully a good luck. Uh, his son, Derek's uh, son, came in and got a cut vest for his for his dogs because they were going out. And I said, "What's the name of your team?" Because they all have to have team names, and they were the Down South uh, Down South Hunters. So, <clears throat> good luck to the Down South Hunters. I hope they did well. They went That'd out last cool. night and uh, did it. I said. I was looking at the website while they were shopping and getting some cut vests for their critters. I said, ooh, you guys got a mark to beat. There was a hog turned in this morning at around 6 o'clock this morning, 310 pounds. Golly. And they're like, 310? Yeah, uh, we could probably beat that. I was like, are you kidding me? That's a big hog, man. 310 pounders. That's, that's a big, uh, I don't big know. stinky. They didn't say if he was a bar or anything like that. They just uh, said uh, gave the, the current weight. But uh, if you want more information on everything and uh, maybe perhaps being able to get involved anyway as a sponsorship or anything else like that, uh, you can go find them out on Facebook. You can just Google the uh, Chris Phillips Memorial Hog Hunt. They do it every year. I think this is the third, second or third year they're doing it. And a lot of great youth get out there and spend quality time out in the woods doing great quality things. They're not out driving drunk on roads. They're not out there doing stupid things and doing donuts in parking lots. 
They may chase a hog across the uh, strawberry field in their pickup truck. They <laughs> may be doing that, but uh, I guarantee you they're not out there looking for trouble. They're out there looking for big old, big old porkers. So uh, good luck to the down south hunters out there. We hope that they pull in lots and lots of bacon. I'm, I'm curious to see how they end up. Uh, I, <coughs> I am too. So speaking of naming things, we still got to get to Vince's thing. Uh, well, we'll get to yeah, we got horses, the, baby. We got after, horses. After holding your horses. We'll do the horses. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll do a horse <laughs> thing now and then uh, later on. That gives uh, people some time. If you want to, if you have not seen our Facebook page, we I put up uh, a little query because as Vince's boat gets better and, and better and getting ready to get wrapped and all that other kind of good stuff, you know, for summer, he's uh, got no name for the boat. And I said, well, every boat should have a, have a name. I mean, my dad had the V, he had the elusive, he had, you know, everything, you know, you got to have a name. Isn't it bad luck if you don't name it your boat? It is bad luck. You have to name your boat. And it's it's ba- like when you drive a motorcycle, you have to have the little angel charm hanging off your bike. I can't remember if it's bad. If, if I buy your boat, I forgot what the, there's some procedure that you have to do if you want to rename the boat. I See, don't know if it's either. When I bought the boat, there was no name on the boat. There's yeah. no name on the boat now. Except for Key West. Except for Key West. That's it. <laughs> the brand. The brand, so it's yeah. It's just the brand. It's not, so, it's not really a name name. So I, I have to sage it. I have to <laughs> what? burn sage, walk around the boat, get, did, all, get, when, rid of, get rid uh, of the bad it, juju. When did that become a I thing? I don't know. No bananas on the boat. Sicily. It's a big Sicilian thing. You might want to look into that and see if there's some sort of uh, Sicilian uh, fishing boat tradition or something where you drop a couple of bottles of Chianti down the the live well or something. No, I, 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 I have, we'll talk about it. Let's. Well, well I got a, <laughs> you know what? I got a couple ideas, so we'll, right. we'll chat about but it. But now I read, I read this story about uh, four or five days ago, and I actually had it a week ago because I saw that they were getting ready to plan on doing this. But you brought the story in today about what they're planning on doing. It blew me away. Out west, when it comes to the horses. Now we did talk about this about a month or so ago that they're. They're eating themselves out of their own habitat, and that's one of the reasons is because they're a non-native species running wild, and now that there are so many of them, they're starting to be detrimental to the native wildlife out there, the antelope, the elk, everything else that lives and breeds out there. Here's my thing. You got got the Bureau of Land Management out in Nevada. Yeah, those brainiacs. Yeah, right? And they're teaming up with the United States government to go out and pull out horses off federal land. Which they have been doing which for they've a number. Been doing. Yeah. But 19 20,000 horses. First off, I didn't realize there was that many horses running wild out west. Don't forget, they're only taking 20,000. Yeah, how out much of the, more horses are there? Well, they used to do the Mustang roundups and uh the problem that they're having now is it costs so much to keep and feed a horse. I mean, unless you are a moderately uh, wealthy type person, right? Boarding a horse costs you a ton of money. Feeding that horse costs you a ton of money. And don't forget, if you get Betting a wild horse, horse, you have to break the horse. And if you get a wild horse, then you got to get somebody who's the horse whisperer or whatever it is. Right. If you plan on riding this, you know, Mustang as they would call them, and the they're not getting as many buyers anymore. And since so, you can't. Put them in a trailer and take them down to Mexico or in South or Texas. Right. What are you going to do with 20,000 horses? That's my, that's what I want to know. Is it, does it say that they're going to move them to the no. capital steps? or They, uh, when you they ca- bounced all around they, it. When you called them, what did they say? I never got through. Never got through. 
They never not, got they through? They would not take my call. Are you kidding me? I swear to you. So you called them to try to get somebody to do an interview with, and they said... Uh, uh, no bueno. No hablas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they would not talk to me. Now, I'm trying to think of a way that you could do this where you would make the equine community happy because... And then also make the uh, natural wildlife people happy. I don't think you can. Send them out to California so that they could get rid of their gas cars and ride horses. Well, the permanent solution, which they have also mentioned that, I don't know if they mentioned it in this story, because I think these are, they're going to round up 20, what is it, 20,000? 19,500. So nineteen and a half thousand horses they're going to round up and, Where are they and, going? and do what with them? I have no idea. No clue. Well, that is one section of the BLM land and the federal government. That there's another one where the states themselves have a solution, where they go out and they hire said uh, sharpshooters and they go out and take care of the uh, problem in a different way. And let way. me put this in perspective too. Just in Nevada alone, just Nevada, eighty-six thousand wild horses just in Nevada. Can you imagine what's out in Utah? Now, that number right there what's seems that? a lot. <laughs> I mean, That's a lot. If you think about taking 20,000 of them, Bill George, if you go and say, we need to remove 20,000 wild hogs out of the uh, Ocala National Forest and leave the other, what? 86,000. 86, <laughs> 86 uh, 87,000 in there. Have you really made a difference? Have you made a dent at all? Not really. Well, I know horses only usually have one foal. They rarely have twins, but occasionally they do. So, you know, you're talking about one horse that takes a little bit longer. But I, I want to know that what they're going to do with them after they're done. I, they, that's my, that was my whole point because it never said it in the story. That's why I called they them. They don't want you to no. know what they're going they to do. They don't want to know, and that's why they probably won't take the call either. Well, I know this is a horrible thing to say for a lot of people who are out there, but we have to remember, one – Horses are a non-native species in America. The original horse that was here Spate. that had a predator that ate it out of existence was over 10,000 years ago. was the last remaining North American-looking thing that looked like a horse. When the Spaniards brought the horse back into the United States, it yep. was a non-native species that runs wild. There are still countries around the world that enjoy a nice horse steak. They enjoy it. They eat it. It's part of their diet. They they actually do it. Why can't those horses be put in, put down humanely, as they tell you to do with everything, and then the being used to export it with a company to the countries that actually enjoy horse meat, whether it be Mexico, whether it be France, whether it be parts of Germany or Here, Indonesia. Here's the problem with that, and and this is Slick mentioned this a couple weeks ago when we had this other conversations. We are too Disney-oriented. That will never fly in America. Well, because people look at horses as pets, yes. that they are a pet. Somehow yeah. they fall into the same category as a dog, a cat, or anything else like that. But you know what? People don't seem to have a problem with a pet iguana. You may have a pet iguana, but if oh, one's up in a tree. Don't have one in the state of Florida. It's against the law. Yeah, but if you, have one in a tree, if you have one in a tree, you can perfectly take it out humanely. Yeah. Eat it, throw it away, bury it, throw it in a canal, whatever you want to do with it after you're done with it. Why isn't the same thing being done with the horses that are out there in the West? 
It, I don't know, man. I just, I just want to know. Now I'm just well, dying to know is, what is going on. You have that right on your property to do that. You can't just go anywhere and shoot an iguana. And that's not there. You're talking about BLM lines. You got to do that. We used to have rules that said you couldn't hunt, kill a python here in the state of Florida on a WMA unless it was hunting season. What about people who own their own land? What about the Native Americans who own large, vast swatches of the West, and you could go out and hunt horses out there and uh, do whatever you wanted to with the meat, sell it off on the market, or do whatever, like you do an alligator. I'm just saying. All right, taking a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends at Brandon Porter. Baby, hold on. Soapbox gets stood upon during the breaks here in the uh, studio <laughs> well. for sure. Uh, Big and Wild Outdoors, here we are. We're back. Braden, Vince, Bill, and Dino hanging out with you on this Saturday Saturday morning. We were continues, continuing the horse conversation uh, during the break, and it got a little heated. But it's I, okay now. I would like to go back to the non-native species that I talked about a couple weeks ago. Didn't I just tell you we're over this? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> While we were out there at, at, at Hooked on Hope's clay shoot, uh-huh. I had talked about the monkeys, that, that truck crashing and the monkeys getting out. I want to do a monkey hunt in the worst way. Okay. 17 well, HMR, Peking, Peking, Peking all day long. You know how they told you don't get anywhere near the monkeys or anything else? It turns out that uh, one of the ladies that, got close to the monkeys that were still in a cage. We're talking about the monkey wreck. Yeah, the, the, a truck hauling in monkeys. In Pennsylvania. Wasn't it Pennsylvania? Yeah. In Pennsylvania. The CDC was involved and everything else. Great. Turns out they were lab monkeys. Outbreak monkeys. I was going to say outbreak. They were on their way or going to a lab and you know, the word is they were being used for COVID or something. Oh, sure. Or something along that line. Yeah, sure. But now one of the ladies that stopped, she she never even got touched or did anything with the monkeys. She's sick. Her <laughs> eyes are all caked up. Oh great! She's, ha- she's been treated for rabies. She's been treated. Uh, she's got pink eye and a cold, man. That's monkey it. pox. <laughs> but 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 uh, yeah, it's 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 not good. But Peta got involved. Peta got of involved. Of course they did. Because of the monkeys, and they put pressure on Kenya Airlines, who was flying the monkeys in, and now Kenya has agreed not to renew their their contract after it expires. So no more flying in the monkeys. No more. That airline is not going to fly in the monkeys after this. I wonder if they. So if they Peter come actually in, did something good. I wonder if they, uh, as soon as they land it, they get COVID tested. The monkeys the or yeah, the people. The monkeys. I wonder if they tested for COVID or uh, Ebola or anything else like that. I guess anyone has. There was there was a good reason why the CDC was involved in saying, "Don't go near it, don't touch it, don't see it, don't." Yeah, 
Stay it's away. A, and the same reason why for the monkeys here that we have in the, up there around Silver River, man. Yeah. It's the same thing. Look, they're, if they're I'm on my back critters. porch and I'm seeing a bunch of monkeys jumping around in the tree, I'm going to start shooting. Kaboom. Hey, Kaboom. Yep. They had the monkey in St. Pete. It, that was the most hilarious thing that I, think I went had all seen. Over the place. You had people who were cheering the monkey on. You had the law trying to catch the monkey. You had people who were <laughs> aiding abetting <laughs> the monkey. It, it was it, the biggest it, cat and mouse <laughs> chase of all time. Well, now you remember uh, I talked about it on the show uh, many, many years ago. Les McDowell and I went out to go and uh, uh, go catch uh, some peacocks over oh, yes. in, in North Tampa, and. It almost came to blows with one uh, particular person who was listening to the morning show, heard us out there, heard we were coming. He left work to go and find <laughs> us and hunt us down in the uh, one of the station vehicles. I think we were in the the old uh, Bronco or something. It's, you know, WQYK all over it. And every, you know, everywhere. <laughs> of course you can. And this guy came up with right off the bat. He says, I know why you're here, and I'm not going to let you do this. And we're like looking at him like, what are you talking about? He's like, I heard you on the radio that you're coming out here to get these peacocks out of here. You're going to come out here and peacock hunt. And these are our birds, and you can't touch them and do all this other stuff. And, I mean, then he, you know, Lester is the easiest guy to ever get along with on our But don't get him hot. You get that cowboy in him riled up, (laughs) and next thing you know, that door is opening up, and now he's stepping out doing the whole, let me tell you something, buddy. And now, of course, we're getting ready to go live on the radio. I'm like, Lester, if you're going to kick his butt, make it quick. We're on in about 30 seconds. Okay? So Jesus. I don't want to be coming back. Hey, we're out here. Hey, Tommy, how you doing? <laughs> Hang on a second. Lester's out here. Bang, boom, bang, pow, boom. <laughs> so this story out of Miami just made me think of this. We're talking about the non-native species thing. If you did not hear this past week, it made national news. National news that this this member of the Miami-Dade County Commission has received so many emails and all of them about these peacocks that they have down there that she came up with the idea that they're going to let areas make their own decisions in, within the county. So there's no blanket you can go do it. If you live over in, let's say, uh, Fossil Park, Fossil Park can do what they need to do to control the peacock population. Whereas but Snow Island, but across the street yeah. at uh, at uh, in Leelman or somewhere over there, you, yeah. you 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 know they want them to stay. You know, there's a lot of them down in Jungle Prada. There's a lot on Thirty uh, Twenty Second Avenue by Forty Ninth and Twenty Second. There's like five or six. I see them almost every day. They're they're all over the place down in Jungle uh, Prada and, yeah. and areas around that area around the old brick roads. And I know there are people who live in that neighborhood that that handle the problem themselves. Okay, peacocks are a pain in the butt. We used to have peacocks uh, out of my dad's place out in uh, Tejas where my brothers were raised. And I used to tell you that I could never get lost in the woods because when the sun was just starting to go down, no matter where you were in the woods, that peacock would fly up on top of the barn and all you'd hear is, and you know, well, there's the house right over there. And if you got lost, all you had to do was make that sound and he would call back. So it was like a homing beacon for this. But of course... As you have found out when you lived in Seminole and you had your uh, goose problem out there, they <laughs> yeah. seem to have, uh, there's an old term like something through a goose. 
you know, there's quite a bit of it. Oh, yeah. Defecation through a goose. Yeah. I was trying to think of the proper word that you could use on radio. You know, stuff through a goose. Stuff through it. <laughs> well, apparently peacocks have that same problem. And they're they leaving it everywhere. all over the place. On yeah. people's roofs, on top of cars, scratching up the cars. You ever seen the hooks on those things? Well, peacocks have got some nasty fingernails and hooks. Bro. Right over by Seminole Mall. You know that little park, like little city, Seminole City Park right there? Right. I have a buddy of mine who lives right off that park. Just on his property alone, he's got five peacocks. Well, now what they've done is she said that uh, the old 20-year-old law that protects peacocks from any harm or any capture has got to be done and dealt with because the population is getting out of control. And as we get into breeding season between February and March, they get even worse because they travel a lot more. They get very territorial and protective, kind of like turkeys do when you see those videos of turkeys attacking people. And from uh, from what I understand, the peacocks can get quite aggressive to people in their own yards and things like that. They're not native to Florida. They're not native species. They were brought here. Of course, you heard the stories that, well, it started with two that Mrs. Jenkins had, and she released them. She used to have them, and they got loose, and then they made more babies. They made more babies, and they made more babies. Can I mount one on my wall? I don't, I don't see why not. That would be a cool mount, actually. <laughs> it would be, be a nice one. But so they're they're trying to get the populations established, and there are the rules where you can't do anything. But they're saying in certain neighborhoods, there could be anywhere between 650 to 1,500 of them living in individual neighborhoods around Coconut Grove. Good that is Lord. a that is a lot of peacocks. That's a lot of peacock poop. And unlike unlike these other <laughs> ones, they're all protected, like not iguanas or anything else that are non-native. These are actually protected. But now she's saying that we have to do something. So we have to incorporate the same rules that we have for iguanas, where if you want to let somebody in a neighborhood take one, dispatch it humanely, and do the same thing, that essentially you would give them the same treatment as you would be able to with cattle, pigs, chicken, and sheep falling under the jurisdiction of if it's on your property, it's your bird. You can do whatever you want to to with it. So like a wild hog. If it leaves my yard and goes to your yard, Bill, then it's your peacock. And if you don't want to kill it, fine. If it goes into Vince's and he's on my side, he'll kill it. But here's the flip side of the cool part of it. Here's these animals surviving in today's age, in today's development, and they're thriving. That's the crazy what's wrong, part. What, what's so surprising about that? Because usually when you build and develop, you chase the animals oh, and no, kill them all. No, no, Not no. a peacock. No, no, exactly. no, no. It's, it's, a, it's a living wonderland because, you know, everybody's feeding them and everything else. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the bottom of the hour, the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. Hang on, we'll be back. Big and Wild Outdoors, fast cast for you real quick. Today is going to get cooler as the day goes on. It's going to be in the uh, upper 60s by later on this afternoon. We do have some rain expected for tomorrow, so if you have major plans to go out and do things, take a jacket and do it now. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to go out and go play around and do anything, and of course, unless you're visiting, then go swimming, frolic. It's the best time to be at the beach. Actually, for us it is because nobody else is out there. (laughs) 
No. Go stick your toe out there in that no, Gulf of no. Mexico, and it's like, no deal. No. I was going to bring it up last week. My son has been jonesing, has been dying with this cold weather. He's he's like, Dad, I want to go so bad. I want to go this weekend. Why I want to go you? this weekend. I want to go this week. This is last weekend. And I said, you know, Probably it's gonna, warmer in the water than out there. I said it's no. going to be like 40-something degrees air temperature. I said, but the water will be warmer. It might be here in the 60s, but, you know, and he's like, but I don't have a wetsuit. I'm going to, I said, well, don't stand there very long. And he you said, better start cutting it. some lawns this summer. He said, forget it. I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't buy a wetsuit for that kid. No, no way. No, no, no. He not might now. not be in it next week. Dude, I, I, I don't know how many... We get up for school, and I'm like, where are my shoes? I need to stop by and get, I need to get my shoes. I'm like, there's like five pairs of shoes. They don't fit anymore. I just bought those like three weeks ago. Wow. He's, yeah. He's, he's a grown boy. He's going to eat you out of house and home, man. I don't, I don't know what they put in steak these days, but it's growing giants. <laughs> <laughs> it's all those hormones. I, okay, it's just growing giants. Uh, before the break, we were talking about the, the – the, uh, if you want to do some peacock hunting, it may be coming to South Florida soon. Uh, it could be a combo. You could do an iguana peacock hunt. <laughs> I heard they're good eats, man. They are. <laughs> Surf and turf. <laughs> I've heard the same thing from somebody. I don't, I don't know. But I, I wanted to bring this up after the turkey conversation now that Bill George is sitting in the room. And uh, once we run through this, then we'll, uh, we'll jump on to uh, naming uh, – Vince's boat, but oh, Lord. oh yeah, uh, outdoor life. The world famous outdoor hunting, fishing, everything magazine came out this past uh, week with their state by state spring twenty twenty two turkey hunting forecasts. So they give their basically every year they give out their intelligence of what they may have. And they do the uh, roundup of the turkey populations and hunting predictions for hunters across the country. So it's always an adventure when you look at uh, other states as compared to our state. Because we don't have a tag system or anything else like that here in the state of Florida. Uh, or anything Next season like you will have a call-in like the deer. Yes, you will next season. But let, just to give you an example... One of your favorite turkey hunting spots, let's go with, uh, let's see if we can't start with maybe Pennsylvania. Okay. You guys you guys know Pennsylvania pretty good, right? You yeah. hunt it every year. Yeah. You go up there for spring and fall. Uh, do you ha- fall? Do you do fall up there or do you just do I, spring? I don't target turkeys in the fall. It, it'd be a species of opportunity. Go ahead. What do you mean? Just if he just happens to wander yeah, while you're deer I, hunting, yeah. you uh, bust him in the. Well, camp. I can't shoot him during deer season. You can't shoot a turkey. You have to. I have to get up there early in order to turkey hunt. So wait a minute. You're telling me that uh, you know, not right up the road away from the Thanksgiving tradition where it started, you can't shoot a turkey in the fall. No, you can shoot a turkey, but not during deer. Oh. Pennsylvania does early. not have a lot of overlapping season. When you hunt bear, you're hunting bear. Okay. When you're hunting deer, you're hunting deer. So they're okay. pretty cut and dry. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, I got it. All right, well, let's go with Pennsylvania first. We'll just say, you know, subspecies, eastern. Uh, estimated population, more than 160,000. Harvested in the spring of 2021 uh, or, or last year. 28,087. We're taken. We're we're taken. We're killed. 
So in areas of the state uh, that experienced the 20-year cicada hatch, there were an abundance of jakes this spring, and wildlife biologists up at the Pennsylvania Game Commission that could be uh, good for seeing more turkeys, however more hunters let jakes walk to have them around for the following spring, this coming year, and uh, their bostrets and gobbling and all that other stuff. So they're saying that their hot spots are, I don't know, they go through all their units up there. So they got those units out there, and they say uh, scouting, of course, makes the difference when you go up there, but they're expecting a bumper crop of really good turkeys this year up in Pennsylvania based on the cicada dealy uh, and all that kind of good yeah. stuff. And, of course, the low numbers that were taken last year. I don't know why. Is that a low number or is that about an average number? Of Evidently, it was a low number. Yeah. I don't. I it haven't paid like attention to the harvest numbers. So then we go to Florida. <clears throat> Osceola, Eastern Intergrade is what they call it. You have the Osceolas, then you have the Eastern up in the northern part that's right. uh, considered a hybrid type one. Estimated population in the state of Florida, Bill George? Forty-two thousand three hundred forty-eight. What? 72.5. What'd you say? What was the last two words? Uh, last three words you said? He doesn't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, neither does anybody else. <laughs> Estimated population not available. Don't have any idea. Don't know. Don't have a clue. And they estimated that the uh, <laughs> spring harvest of twenty twenty one was around what? They don't know. Thirteen thousand seven. For the state of Florida. But they don't know how many. I bet you I'm we gonna, have more I, sandhill cranes than we do wild turkeys. I'm going to I'm gonna call uh, B on that number, too, 13. I mean, you don't know. I mean, with no reporting and anything else like that, it's basically a, a guess or an estimation, I would assume, on that one. Because how many private land hunters go out there and do their thing and uh, those turkeys, no one knows anything about them or where they went or anything else like that? Well, the that. way they've done things in the past is they've done phone surveys. They turn around and they ask you to... Uh, they send them out, too. I got an email on, on and, it. The and whole so thing. they do those type of things, and based upon that, they try to extrapolate out, kind of like we did the bear population and the panther population. And uh, we, we have a really good idea on those. Uh, we were doing some research while you guys were talking, and we found, what is it, 100,000 Florida turkeys are out there? No one knows. No one knows for sure. Uh, but co- according to Buddy Welsh, one of your buddies with the FWC, he's the Wildlife Management Program Coordinator for the FWC, uh, and he expects – now, this is, a, this is what he says. So what do you think the, the outlook's going to be there, buddy? And he goes, well, <clears throat> and I quote, exceptions uh, <laughs> expects the spring of 2022 to be similar to 2021. Here you go. Let me put this in a little perspective. That's too. it. In 2021, <laughs> 73,000 licenses were sold in 2021. But yet they only estimated around 13,000 were actually taken. Right. Yeah, I'm calling. Those numbers are way off. I'm calling way why, off. Why do you think that? I I bet you we have Allen and all those people. They they purchased license. They didn't get any turkeys. Well, that's true. Toby that, got that, them all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's one no, of those Toby things. Toby guided somebody to a lot. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Toby uh, did not take more than his legal allotment. No. Wink, wink. The uh, <laughs> what? What he's actually uh, what he's directing people to is he's saying to better your chances. 
uh, go to uh, my FWC and look under turkeys, and the FWC has a new map that will give you a little better indication of distribution and quality of habitat throughout the state if you go and you look at their new uh, kind of interactive map, which shows the, ready, the predicted quality of habitat based on the location amount and arrangement of habitat turkeys needed throughout their home range and life cycle. That's it. I, so they all, have no idea. I'm all good Clueless. with this habitat thing to a point, but when you say we can't fish a snook because the habitat's not there, <laughs> well, let me tell you, the snook is there. And they're okay? catching the crud out of and them. And they're catching the crud out of them. I don't care what the habitat is. Maybe what you think that snook can live in is wrong. Okay? The same thing. We got all those manatees dying down south. You turn the around. Indian River Lagoon. Indian River Lagoon. The habitat's not there, but yet we have tons of them. Yeah, somehow, some way. So maybe they were going there for eons and eons and they went back, but... Evidently, they do not like the romaine lettuce that <laughs> FWC's been trying Apparently to feed them. <laughs> Apparently not. Maybe they need some of that red edge, to, you know, that you yeah. can't use for barbecue competitions. Give them some but, kale. But the quick tip that they give you for hunting in the state of Florida, um, according to Mr. Welsh, is be patient as birds in Florida may not gobble as much as what hunters in other regions are used to. When hunting spring turkeys in Florida, expect it to be warm and wet. Lightweight clothing, waterproof boots, and insect repellent are recommended. That's your big advice? Uh, no, no kidding, I, Captain I, Obvious. I, I don't go with the waterproof <laughs> boot. To me, you take a boot that will drain quickly. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're going chasing a bird, you're likely to be going through some water. Yeah. Chances so. are, yes, you are. Now, I'm not poo-pooing on the state of Florida because there's a lot of other states on there where the estimations are not available because most of the fishing game uh, agencies out there don't like to give you a set of numbers that can come back to haunt them. All right. They, Vince's they, boat's name when we come back. When we come back. Can't wait. We're going to see if you, <laughs> we'll see if you can pick I'm one live so right here on the radio. Excited. Or you'll kind of go, all those suck, and I'm not going to Remember, gonna it has to be tied to his heart. All right. <laughs> we're going to take a break. We're going to take a fast one. When we come back, it is the Big and Wild Outdoors boat naming recommendations. Here we go. And whoever Get the ready. winner is, I'll take him out on the boat. Oh, what? There you go. You heard I, I better come up with a good name. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. See you. We'll be back. Wild Outdoors, Braden, Vince, Bill, and uh, Dino hanging out this morning with you. <clears throat> this past week, I asked on uh, f- uh, our social media Facebook page, Vince's boat is getting closer and closer to being uh, done and uh, fruition. You have a Key West, and what do you got for a uh, motor on that thing, a 90? Uh, 80 Yamaha. 80 Yamaha, great motor, by the way. Yeah. And um, I-, I know you're going to get it wrapped and all that kind of good stuff, and uh, before you got all that stuff done, and you picked out a pattern and whatever else you're going to do. I'm actually going simple on it. What What is simple? Pink? Hot we're, pink? No, man. We're, we're going seafoam green. You're not going to go with, uh, like, shocker banana? No, no banana, s- man. Nothing banana it's, related. It's a wrap. 
No, I'm actually getting it painted. We're oh, painting getting, the boat. Oh, you're painting it. Whole new Jellico, everything. No, so, okay. Yeah. I thought you were getting wrapped. No. I thought you were getting wrapped, too. All right. Well, anyway, so anyway, I went on social media, and I put the words out there. I said, well, since Vince's boat will be wrapped, I thought you were getting wrapped. We'll be ready this summer, but it needs a name. What's a great name? <laughs> you guys can come up with. I said, we'll be reading the suggestions on the air this Saturday. And I said, just be, you know, as clean as possible. Now, a lot of folks went on to our social media page and put their suggestions in. And I had about uh, five, five or six people send me a list of names that they sat down and actually took the time to come up with. Uh, so I'm going to go through those as well. But I want to find out if any of them are on my list. Now, Bill George sat down in his <laughs> thinking chair. How many do you have over there? I want to know how many like names. 35. How many do you have? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Seven? Well, that was about average. I think each person sent about either four or five of them in for uh, off the top of their heads. Now, these are the ones that were suggested on our Facebook page. Of course, my brother is the first one to jump on there and says the Don. Which I like. I like that. Oh, no. Or I'm taking Bart fishing every Saturday, rain or shine. (laughs) <laughs> Which was yeah, that's now, typical, my brother. But you gotta tell him the whole Don thing though. Why? Why the Well, Don? because we call Vince the Don of Indian Rocks Beach, right? Because he lives and breathes out on Indian Rocks Beach, and uh, I, it would be shocking to not see him even out there today on a day like today with a drink in his hand and his toes in the sand. I mean, seriously, <laughs> the kid lives out there and and is probably the biggest beach bum that I really know anymore in my life. Everybody else grew up. Uh, but, but not Vince. Uh, Bill, yes, Bill's suggestion was flip flop pair a dice. Interesting. I like that one. Flip flop pair a dice, like flip flop yeah. paradise. That's that's a good one. Uh, Glenn wrote in uh, key to more memories slash making memories, which is a good one too. Yeah, kind of nice, kind of Key West boat key. Yeah, key, yeah, key, key to memories. more memories. Get it. Uh, my sister, hers was uh, ripping lips and chasing tails. That sounds like your sister. <laughs> it really does. Uh, of course, our good friend Terry Collins said breaking wind. No, nah, we do that at night. <laughs> uh, and then we had uh, uh, Walter Marine Corps Mills, who's out nowadays, I think, out in Washington State. He's out there oh, living wow. the water life out there on there. His was radio waves. That's kind of cool. Which is not, a, you know, you're, you're a radio guy yeah, and a TV cool. guy, so I like that one. And then uh, Sean, <laughs> our hog hunting buddy, uh, was uh, my ass is dragging. All one word. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so out of those, which ones do you think is would be your top one? Would it be uh, the Dawn, I, Flip-Flop <laughs> Paradise, Keys to Memories, Ripping Lips, Chasing Tails, Breaking to Wind, me, it's a toss up Radio Waves? Radio Waves and Flip-Flop Paradise. I do like the Flip-Flop Paradise. I do like Flip-Flop Paradise. That is actually kind of cool. Now, Bill, do you want to do yours or do you want me to do mine? Well, I'll let you go. First. Okay. So oh these are God. the ones that Here were actually we sent via email. Uh, best boats for Vince's, uh, for, uh, best boat names for Vince's boat. Um, <laughs> this one here, there was a little caveat to it when he sent it to me, and he said, uh, you got to think of the the second part of it that makes it more humorous. People would have to look at it, see it, and go, oh, wait, what? Oh, oh I get it. His suggestion was unsinkable two. The number two, the Roman numeral two. Yeah, yeah. 
So hence, there's no longer a one. There's so no so hence there's <laughs> not an, what happened to unsinkable yeah, you, one. You gotta kind of think about it. It was yeah. called the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> so you have unsinkable one, and then you had um, in a minute, spelled I N A M I N I T in a minute. Get it? Yeah. All right. In a minute. I, I don't know. Yeah. The other one was I've seen this one before. Was Sia, S E A Y A, Sia. That's okay. And then you had Naughty Boy. Nah. Too played. I'm not a Naughty Boy. N-A-U-T-I. Nah. They have Naughty. Nah. That's overplayed. I've seen Naughty and Nice. Yeah. Naughty and Nice. Uh, so, uh, the other suggestion from this individual was No Money Wasted. True. I like that. <laughs> and you are not a waster of funds. No. <laughs> how about, how about, I got one. You ready? No, uh, uh, no let me throw no, my, no, oh, you, I got you, one. Let me get one. No, no. Throw let it out. Get, not your boat. Nacho Boats. N-U-C-H-O. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That kind of goes with this one here where it took me a second to think of it was one suggestion was Usain Boat. Like fast? Yeah. Usain like Bolt. Like Usain Bolt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Usain Boat. Uh, I don't know if your boat would be uh, that fast with uh, nah, I mean, that. it's an 80, 80 Yamaha. It'll still it'll cruise. The other one I've seen on many, many boats and uh, – I really don't want to say it all on the air, but it's master. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah okay, that one there. Uh, senile. S e a n i l e. I kind of like that one. Senile. I like that one. Yeah, that's hyphen, a good one. Senile hyphen hyphen. Oh, this one goes along with you as the Don. All right. The Codfather. <laughs> 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 that's pretty cool. Well, the bad thing is, is we There's don't no have cod, cod here. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, it, that'd be good if we had the cod. Uh, and so if you, yeah, if you were up in the Northeast or something, <laughs> that would be a great one for you. The cod father, uh, vitamin C, which I have seen before. Yeah. Um, uh, aquaholic. Yep. Can't do that, that one. That one my mother had. Oh also. really? I oh, your mom. <laughs> she she uh, my phone's going gling gling gling. Oh, you're getting more suggestions as we go. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, Tim O'Brien, uh, Sergeant O'Brien, he that's his boat. This oh, is really? Vince's boat. Yeah, this is Vince's boat. Okay. How about this one? Not bad. K N O T. Yeah. Not bad. All right. Um, and then you got one that's all one word. Did you bring a beer along? Yeah, I can't do that. You can't be driving the boat drinking a beer, boys. Well, yes, then, you can. And then the last one kind of goes hand in hand with that one. This is from the same person, which was Sodally Tober. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> pretty, yeah, FWC would be pulling me over all the time. Hey, Sodally, boy. Sodally Tober. <laughs> Yeah. Which uh, that one there. So those were all the suggestions <laughs> that were sent in by listeners, and from the sound of my waves. phone, uh, yeah, I, I got go. a, I got a few of them that seem to be coming in as we speak. Big sugar waves. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, <laughs> big sugar waves from Carlos. That's a Aqua, good one. Aquaholic from my mom was one, and that <laughs> was a many years ago a name of our boat. Well, now those were all the ones that I have here that were sent to me, and of course by the. So any of, of on this list here, so on that one you got Flip Flop Paradise, and what was the other one? Did you like the Don? Or radio radio Waves. Radio Waves. Okay, now on this list, you had Unsinkable 2, In a Minute, See Ya, Naughty Boy, No Money Wasted, Usain Boat, uh, Master, blah, 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 Senile, The Codfather, Vitamin C, Aquaholic, Not Bad, Did You Bring a Beer Along, and Suddenly Tober. See, I liked Senile. Okay. Senile. 
Okay. Now, That's pretty cool. Now, this is a Key West. It's not a big offshore boat. No, nah, it's a Key West. It's, it's, a, bay, it's a bay boat. So perhaps. what I turned around, I came up with first kind of thinking of Vince. <laughs> and, and this, I, I kept Vince at heart. So Here I put, we go. My first one was shallow-minded. Shallow, like the depth of the water. But right. now there's shallow-minded charters. Yes. They're, they're already yeah, out okay. there. So uh, another, another one thinking of Vince is either keeping afloat or barely afloat. Okay. okay. All right. And it, it, it kind of like, you know. Now, going to the, the whole winter one, okay? Because I knew that was coming. Listen, <laughs> winter wonderland or winter paradise. Okay. I like winter paradise. Winter paradise. And, and the thing that got me with that one was I would picture you taking a young lady out on the boat <laughs> and she asked you how you na- came up with your name and when you told her the whole story of of winter the dolphin she would just be so dang bill that's pretty so, good so <laughs> touched uh, bill okay bill, I'm impr- all right okay. I see you. You, need then, a, you need a stick for that lollipop uh, 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 hey <laughs> hey your man's gotta have a stick Jeez. okay that's pretty okay. good man okay. all right, go then ahead. then son of a beach s-u-n of I do like that. Okay. Because you love out there. We talked about today. You love the sun. You love the beach. That's a good one. And it kind of plays on the the sun portion. And you grew up there. And then my my favorite was going off of the big sugar is Sugar Baby. (laughs) 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 So those were a couple that I had. Well, now, if he changes the sun, S-U-N, to Dawn. Since you are the Don. No, nah, I still like Son of the Beach. Don of the Beach? No, nah, Son of the Beach. Really? Yeah, I like that one a lot, actually. Really? Yeah, I do. What? So, that that was my thought. I, you know, since it's Key West, why don't you go with, like, Pop Top? Yeah. I blew out my flip-flop, yeah. stepped on a Pop Top. Yeah. Key West kind of dealio kind of thing, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Nah, nah, but those were nah. our suggestions. So out of out of Bill George's, you like son of a beach, son of a beach, or son of son of the beach, yeah. right? Yeah. Of the, so yeah, of the son of a, of a beach, son of a beach. Oh, you oh, you're going with that one. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was son of the beach. Well, you, which he, would not his be, boat. He do I, anything. I, 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 but I, Bill, I mean, I do like that one. So. But think that, about that the winter work. paradise. You know, it may it may be. Yeah, but I don't want to be cheesy future. either. That sounds there. really dippy. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's just trippy. Right. I, just, I just don't yeah. like that one. Son, son of a beach. That's a, you know what it also says one. to me, and I hate to say this, but it also screams that I just moved here from Upper Michigan, and uh, you know, okay, winter paradise. You know, it's yeah. like it would be on the back of a Canadian's boat or something. You know, I mean. Uh, that's down here visiting, and they, they run the boat once a year, and they're out, and I'm, I'm going down no. to my winter paradise. No. When I thought it's about my boat. When I thought about if he had it wrapped, he could have a in the wrap of a picture of a winter. picture of the painting that winter, uh, yeah, winter yeah. had done. True. Jeez. I think I got five cavities already. <laughs> All right. In this guy's room. Hurry up. You're going to run out of time for your list. Big sugar waves. I like that one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I hate to admit it, but Carlos has got a, a pretty good chicken dinner one there, my friend. That's actually not a bad one either. Big sugar winner. <laughs> uh, you know what? A big sugar. I, you would probably catch so much crud from uh, from guides. 
Because, you know, it'd be like, <laughs> Could you oh, big sugar. Oh, I got a hell here. Before we get out of here, you're going to have to come up with a name. Uh, if I, you come up with a name even on your own, we'll announce it on the show. Yep, It'll be we'll, we'll make a. We'll see if anybody else gets picked. We'll but, do an unveiling live. How's but, that? But thank you for all the suggestions yeah, from all you. our listeners and from uh, the folks who uh, went on to Facebook and all that kind of good stuff. And, Bill, for taking the time out of your morning uh, uh, constitutional to write your list. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're leaving for Hawaii. When are you going? Uh, not next month, but a uh, month no, after no, or whatever? No, the end of this. End of uh, this month? February 27th through 12th. I know you're going out there to shoot some turkeys, but for heaven's sakes, while you're out there, for the love of all, for saving the island, make sure you see if you can't go kill about 100 axis deer while you're out there. Are you doing any sharking? Sharking? It's illegal now. <laughs> oh. Shark's illegal now. Better and, be careful. Uh, as of it's January illegal 1st, to target a target. shark. Yeah, you but can if you still catch one. But if I'm fishing with a humongous hook the size of a basketball and half of a tuna... I'm just fishing for pinfish. Well, oh, okay. But if you didn't see the story this past week, there's so many axis deer right now on the island, on uh, one of the islands. I think it's Kauai or one of the other ones out there. There's so many of them that they're actually depleting the fauna, and it's creating runoff. It's creating erosion at a an ex- exponential rate. That there's so many axis deer out there that they're actually destroying the habitat. The whole island was created by an excess overflow of l- lava right. rolling into the ocean. Yes, but now it's being destroyed by non-native species axis deer. All right, we got to get out of here. I hear no music. Nothing's happening. I don't know what we're doing, but uh, we got to get out of here. It is the big and wild outdoors. Have, Have fun a great if you're going to the turkey extravaganza. Well, uh, stay warm this weekend. We'll see you next Saturday live right here on the radio. We'll see you. Go have it. Go see BigAndWild.com.